Good morning and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is new in research on topics that can help you lose weight, be healthier, or live longer, better. Most of the time, it's all three because they all go together. Okay, today's topic, hypertension, high blood pressure, a really common health problem that affects millions of people. According to the CDC, nearly half of adults in the United States, or about 116 million people, have hypertension blood pressure that is greater than 130 over 80, whether they're taking medication or not. Only about one in four adults with hypertension have their condition under control. You know, and guidelines really have tightened up. And that's okay, because we've realized that increased pressure inside the blood vessels really does damage them. So that's why they call it the silent killer. Most of the time, there are no symptoms at all. We used to say, oh, you get a headache, you'd have a bloody nose, don't even think about it. You can have high blood pressure without knowing it. So I highly recommend you every once in a while, just take your blood pressure. So, you know, those blood pressure cuffs can make a difference. I think every household ought to have one. So, of course, medication is sometimes necessary, but why not do all the natural and holistic things and understanding the hormone troublemakers that are really involved that can kick it up? Maybe you can eliminate or reduce your medication if you clear out some of the troublemakers. So today, first, I'm going to talk about the hormones involved, and then I'm going to dig into natural things that can help keep those hormones in the healthy zone. Then we're going to talk about the healthy diet and lifestyle approaches that with a little tweaking can really improve things. Lastly, I'll go into the supplements that can play a huge role in supporting healthy blood pressure levels. So the hormones first. Okay, cortisol. It's kind of like the stress ninja. Under cortisol, that really can put your blood pressure into a wild roller coaster ride. When you've got stress, especially chronic stress, unresolved stress, when that sneaks in, it can wreak havoc in your body. Long-term situations at home or at work that are festering. Your brain gets stuck ruminating about these things, worrying about them, things you can't change, or fretting about future things that may never even happen. Common triggers, you know, politics, sensationalized news that really gets people worked up. Or it can be transient, quick things like a visit to the doctor, you know, and you'll find yourself or in a dangerous situation that your body wants to prepare you for to either fight or flee. But embracing stress-busting techniques like slow, deep breathing, meditation, even laughter therapy can get cortisol down into the, into the healthy zone quickly. My favorite, you know, quick acting is slow, deep breathing. Breathing techniques have been used by many of the ancient cultures to reduce stress. In India, 
Ayurvedic medicine called it pranayama, and it was practiced not only for mental wellness, but physical wellness. You know, try it sometimes when you get stressed. I like the four, seven, eight technique where you take slow, deep inhalation to the count of four. Then you're going to gently hold for the count of seven, and then you exhale slowly to the count of eight. Pause, then repeat. You know, do this a few times. I guarantee you are going to feel so much better. Next thing, adrenaline. That's when your heart is just racing. We call it a hormone hooligan. Adrenaline is there like it's going to get your heart sprinting like your life depended on it. You know, it pumps up the blood pressure so you can run away or, or you know, from a hoodlum or back in the day, it was a tiger. You know, you felt that, I'm sure, you know, when you were in a situation that you find dangerous, it's going to make you feel anxious. For me, it's like when I fly in turbulence, maybe you can identify, maybe you feel that way when you're flying and it's bumpy. Oh my, thank goodness we have herbs that really can help, but also engaging in regular exercise can get that adrenaline pumping in a healthy way and keep that mischievous hormone in check. Next hormone, aldosterone. It's the one that is ruling your sodium levels. This will dictate that your blood pressure rises because it retains water. You know, it's like throwing a pool party in your veins. Some people even have a gene variation that makes them much more susceptible to sodium blood pressure problems. You know, um, they really need to watch sodium intake and eat more potassium-rich foods, lots of vegetables, and that's going to help keep the, the um, aldosterone and blood pressure in control. Finally, the hormone vasopressin. That is the thirsty one. That just makes your body retain water. You know, that in itself is going to increase blood volume and that increases blood pressure. You know, so one of the best ways to take care of vasopressin is staying hydrated with good old H2O and enjoying diuretic foods like cucumber and watermelon. That's going to help a lot. Okay. So now we're going to just have a quick recap on diet and lifestyle, just regular healthy things that are going to have a huge impact on blood pressure. First thing you know, I'm going to talk about diet. That forms the foundation for managing hypertension. 20, 25 years ago, there was a study that proved that incorporating certain foods while avoiding others controls blood pressure. They called it the DASH diet, and that stands for Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension. And it's a diet rich in vegetables and fruits and whole grains, lean meats, healthy fats, you know, proven to lower blood pressure. Back in the day, we thought it was because the diet was low in sodium and high in potassium and it limited processed foods. That was the reason it worked. Now we know much more likely it worked because of the effect it had on nitric oxide. I'm going to cover that a lot more in a bit, but the DASH diet works. And if you get that down, so many other things are naturally going to resolve, like weight and diabetes and your risk of cancer and dementia. 
It really is the foundation we need to start with. And it's delightful. Picture this, a plate full of colorful, vibrant fruits and vegetable, healthy oils, lean proteins that just make your taste buds sing. And you know, the the colors, they're cool. They draw you in. And you know, this last weekend, my cousin made this delicious, surprisingly delicious to some people. And it was chopped. It was a salad made with chopped kale and apple and minced radishes. And I think there were some nuts in there. It was all minced up really fine. It was delicious. She also made this kind of a salad, salsa-y kind of thing that had peppers and onions and black peppers and organic corn. You know, you could do anything with that dish. You could add some meat, make a wrap out of it, or use chips and eat it like salsa. The DASH diet really is just the Mediterranean diet with a little more emphasis on colorful vegetables. You know, next thing we have to think about is regular physical activity. It is essential for cardiovascular health. It strengthens the heart. It improves blood throw, blood flow through the body and the brain. So think good brain health. And it also lowers blood pressure. It can be any kind of movement. Brisk walking. I say like walking like you're late for an appointment. It could be swimming. It can be bicycling. It can be even yoga that has research proven to manage hypertension. You know, aim for, you know, we say about 150 minutes a week to reap the maximum benefits. That's only like 20 or 30 minutes a day. I like to point out that's only 2% of your day. And it tones up all the hormones like vasopressin, aldosterone, cortisol, and adrenaline. You know, it takes a while to make it a habit, but once your day, once you do that, your day is really not complete without a bit of exercise. When we talk lifestyle and hypertension, we really have to talk stress management. That really can get those hormones all in an uproar. Stress, hypertension, they are intertwined. And chronic stress, yeah, you know, I call it the killer because it can really elevate blood pressure and increase your risk for so many things, including cardiovascular complications. So kicking chronic stress to the curb is is so important. I like the techniques of breathing, meditation, yoga, a lot of mindfulness practices that really help, and, you know, techniques that promote relaxation, reduce anxiety. They really manage stress. And it kind of feels like a little mini vacation. Like you feel like you're in a serene Zen garden that you don't even have to weed. Or my favorite, floating down a lazy river or on the lake, just floating along in your kayak. Oh my gosh. Other things in, you know, your lifestyle to consider having a huge impact, avoid alcohol, avoid those toxins because they're going to irritate the endothelium, which is the inside of the blood vessel, and limit alcohol, maintaining a healthy weight, getting enough sleep, reducing caffeine. You know, those are all going to be important at keeping your body healthy in every way. You know, it's all about a great diet and lifestyle medicine. What you do to control one thing ends up benefiting every system and cell in your body. 
unlike medications that can have undesirable side effects. That's one reason I really encourage doing all the natural things first. And if you still need medication, it is there. It will work so much better and probably at a much lower dose. So those side effects are minimized. Now going to talk about my favorite supplements. You know, several supplements have been studied for their benefits at managing hypertension. You know, some commonly used ones are garlic extract, tons of research on garlic, but also hawthorn, delicious hibiscus tea, and even olive leaf extract. You know, we've got these, um, and we have this whole section at the shop on things that will help maintain healthy blood pressure levels. Of course, it is essential to consult your healthcare professional while incorporating any herbal supplement, especially if you're already taking uh, taking medication. But one big reason that some of these supplements work so well is because they enhance nitric oxide production. Nobel Prize winning molecule Nitric oxide, gosh, it is it is so amazing. It is a vital molecule that plays a role in dilating blood vessels and maintaining healthy blood pressure levels. It relaxes and widens blood vessels. So blood flow is so much enhanced, reduces hypertension. You know, plus it has other benefits. You see it in all the sports shops because it helps stamina, performance, vitality, and super energy support. What can you do to support the nitric oxide levels? You know, first of all, it's basically the DASH diet. All those vegetables, especially the green leafies like spinach and kale and beets and pomegranate, they boost nitric oxide. They, you know, your your body converts the nitrates in those foods into nitric oxide. You know, I have test strips at the shop so they can show you if you need to be focusing on your nitric oxide levels. It really is true. If you don't test, you don't know. I had one small woman, woman with a bit of hypertension and she would love to get off of her medication. She was already on a great vitamin and exercise regime. And when we tested, she was normal. Okay, so that wasn't going to help her. But I tested somebody else who'd recently lost 20 pounds, but still had a little hypertension. We had her take <clears throat> the power beets along with eating a big green salad. And that took her from a low level of nitric oxide to optimal. Then her blood pressure was 128 over 78. That's nitric oxide at work. Okay, another thing, of course, exercise boosts nitric oxide, especially aerobic. Sunlight, it's more than just vitamin D. It expo- Exposure to sunlight on your skin triggers the production of nitric oxide. Of course, you know, you got to make sure you don't get sunburned, but it does help. Um, there are a couple supplements that really enhance your body's nitric oxide level, L-arginine and L-citrulline. Those are precursors to nitric oxide. Um, you may want to incorporate some of these strategies, but really important because everybody's response varies, and it's always important to have your health care professional working with you on this. Also, COQ10, 
really important uh, omega-3 fatty acids commonly found in fish oil supplements. They are going to be high in your EPA and your DHA, important for blood pressure. I have a test kit available now. I'm so excited that you can now test your own omega-3 levels. Again, if you don't test, you don't know, and it can be a very important thing. Another supplement, magnesium relaxes blood vessels. So that can be really important in helping the blood vessels expand and dilate. Most Americans are low in magnesium, so that is a great place to start. Remember, supplements don't replace a balanced diet or medications. They're going to supplement and always working with your trusted healthcare provider. So combining a holistic approach that includes the diet and the lifestyle medicine is fundamental. Regular exercise, stress management, and natural interventions along with supplements can provide a real comprehensive strategy for managing hypertension naturally in many cases. You know, working with your healthcare professional, of course. And I know change is hard. That is why I always offer my ongoing programs to give you that support and guidance and accountability that help assure that you can instill these healthy habits that can create a healthier, more fit, and more relaxed life so you can enjoy more life in your years and years in your life. So check out my website, debford.com, for more information. Remember, you can always listen to this or other shows on my website or wherever podcasts are played under Today's Nutrition. I hope today's show helped you or someone you love. And as always, thanks for listening and have a great day doing a lot of really healthy things.